Wednesday, June the 28th, and you're listening to the Greens Matter Chatter Podcast presented by North Four Greens. I'm your host, Dolores Foster. I'm joined today by my co-host, Mr. Jeffrey Guy. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening to everybody. So, Jeffrey, what is going on here? We usually do a podcast on Friday, and it's Wednesday. It's a special, special day, Dolores. It's our annual customer day here at the elevator and our first live podcast. Live podcast, ooh. <laughs> I don't know if we can keep that going, but we'll see what we can do, eh? So, today we have some very special prices for everyone that came out here and all those that book online. Prices are posted on our website for everyone to have a look at. So, Jeff, let's talk about what's affecting our markets. How about we talk about actually first what affected our markets last year? Because we still have some problems in here. Well, there was one major event last year that truly changed our markets. And that was when Russia invaded Ukraine last in February, around February 20th of 2022. You know, prices spiked after that for all the commodities. And then they started to pull back. So when actually was the very best day to price crop last year? Oh, it was right around the end of May that uh, before prices started to pull back. And uh, it was, once they started to pull back, it was hard for people to sell. Uh, farmers reset their eyes on where the prices were. They, we had some, you almost say artificially high prices at the time and uh, the market uncertainty that the war brought in. And, uh, so once they started to pull back, it was hard to sell, hard to sell into a down market. So. I know we both uh, price our own crop as well, and we both don't really like to do that when the, the market trend is down, do we? <laughs> no, and then, like, so we look at last year's crop too. Uh, Eastern Ontario, pretty much most of Ontario was less than a big crop. Quebec was less than a big crop. Uh, the exports of Eastern Canada were slow on both corn and soybeans. Our commodities are too expensive in the world market. And now as production keeps ramping up, it's getting harder and harder to find homes for our product and that will bring good economic prices back to the farmers. Do you think we're going to see the same kind of issues with exports this year as we did with last year's crop? It seems that way so far. The, uh, the exporters are not aggressive for the new crop at all. They're standing back. If we, uh, you know, we talked a little bit about how Brazil is ramping up production the last couple of years. They're getting record production this year in both corn and soybeans. They've become the largest supplier into China. China's the largest importer of grain in the world, and Brazil is their largest supplier. They've replaced the U.S. on that side. I actually heard a rumor that there was Brazil beans that ended up in Montreal. Is that true? Probably is. There's always that talk every year. There's some Brazil beans come up to Eastern Seaboard. And whether they made it into Montreal, I've heard people say yes and people say no. But uh, there's not a lot being exported anyways. So. So earlier this year, I think we had a really phenomenal crop last year, and there was really high projections that would, that would carry on to this year too, right? So we had really high uh, projected crop yields before anything actually went into the ground. Well, the market really 
the market got trading on uh, you know, 92 million acres of corn for the U.S. Got to produce tread line yields, big yields in soybeans. They just they just projecting the Brazil to, to produce even more next year on both corn and soybeans than they did this year. Or while their corn harvest is just starting down there, the second crop corn harvest. But the U.S. side, the markets were just looking for them to produce more and more. So that kept, you know, a negative on prices going in, like from the winter months into the spring here. And I kind of feel like a broken record because we've talked about it almost every week on the podcast. Doom and gloom. I'd rather not talk about doom and gloom, but unfortunately, that's just been where our market has been pretty much most of the spring here. It's not doom and gloom. It's doom and gloom. <laughs> Unfortunately, prices were on the negative trend for most of the later winter, early spring. Uh, I think it was two weeks ago that the U.S. drought monitor came out and they expanded the drought area in the U.S. and they were all of a sudden the market went from doom and gloom to, hey, we're not going to be able to produce as much corn and soybeans, so we better turn around and make the prices go higher. So if that was two weeks ago, and we saw a really nice spark, spike in prices, what happened? Well, all of a sudden, the weather forecast, they started to believe the weather forecast was going to bring more rain. Last weekend, they actually did get a fair amount of rain through large portions of the Corn Belt. There's areas that did not get the rain, but that, that kind of put the, the kibosh on prices going up, and prices went down. And then this week, even with the lower crop progress report, so they're reporting their corn and soybeans, their growth is poor, their good excellent ratings keep decreasing for their crops, but their weather forecast has rain coming for basically all the areas that are dry in the U.S. And the, so is the rain going to make up for the drop in the crop progress or the crop ratings? It's definitely what the traders are feeling that the uh, rain is going to come and the crops are going to turn around and they're still going to produce a big crop. Remember, rain makes rain. So Jeff, what do we do? How do we deal with this market? How do we price grain in a market that's like the one we're in right now? Remember, volatility creates opportunity. But be, to be able to take advantage of your opportunity, you have to know your cost of production. So it doesn't matter if we're in a volatile time or not. You gotta know your cost of production, you have to know your numbers, and you have to try your best to sell at a profit. Maybe don't get too greedy, because when you wait for that, if you like if you reset your eyes last year and said, I'm gonna get four hundred dollars for my corn. Like, you could be holding it for a long time this year. A lot of things would have to happen. So it's, once you know your costs, sell at a profit. Never go broke selling at a profit. That's right, you get to do it all over again next year if you get to sell at a profit. Yeehaw. So I want to thank everyone for coming out today and participating in our first live taping of Brains Matter Chatter. To everyone online, thanks for tuning in. And we'll talk to you next week. Thanks for now.